Welcome to Because Mom Said So, where the same moms you have grown to love, but with a new twist. Join us each week as we talk about topics related to womanhood, to motherhood, and everything in between. Um, how's everyone doing? We're good. So I have my friend, Celia Behar, the amazing Celia Behar. Um, I met her through Jody Sweeten. Um, I was on their podcast and it was so much fun. And she's like me. She's like smutty. Like, she's- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I love you already, Celia. Um, true. I am. I'm gross. We, I can't yeah. help it. we love it. But oh, she has hysterical. really fun kids that do these crazy things just like our kids. But please, Celia, tell us about yourself. Well, first of all, thank you guys so much for having me on. Um, yeah, Melissa and I met through Jody, who's my best friend. We have a podcast called Never Thought I'd Say This, where we talk about all the things that we've had to say to our kids that we're like, I can't, I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. Like, <laughs> please don't put the crayon up the cat's butt. He doesn't like it. <laughs> didn't think I would ever say out loud to anybody and so you know we have and we try to take those discussions like things that we say and make them into you know topics about parenting and what happens this week's episode was about I found a uh, a little a little treat in my daughter who's 15 in her um Halloween bag and that was a a vape oh, a nicotine yeah. vape pen, oh nice which, or she claimed, what? Oh, I don't. How I'm did holding it for a friend. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm holding it for a friend. Uh, I have access into her Instagram. Uh, and so I, as her, so I actually sent a picture to said friend. Said friend, <laughs> like, like hearted it and then said, oh, are you going to bring this to school tomorrow so I can clean it for us? They apparently share it. I said, <gasps> no, this is her mom. I'll be keeping it. Uh, I'm sorry, we haven't met yet. Can't wait to meet you in real life. <gasps> I love oh, you. So goodness. was that her real Insta or her Finsta? Because I know they had a Finsta too. I knew about, I only know about Finsta because that's what you taught me and Jody. Uh, and no, that's her real Insta because I, I know her Finsta too because she follows herself. What's a Finsta? A fake, fake Instagram. Like, oh. yeah, that you don't tell it's, your mom it's like you have. private, right? You can only follow certain ones if you make it private, but... Oh my gosh. So I have to ask Celia, did the friend get, did she get back to you or was it? Like, <laughs> yeah, right away. She, she, she was like, you. oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I said, yeah, you know. Oh. I'll, I'll be calling your mom. Like, That's funny. Did you call her mom? No, I don't know. I don't know her mom well enough. Like, I don't know. I've never met this one. If it was one of her closer friends, I would have, but I certainly told her other, the other moms of her closer friends. Like, I'm like, you may want to check the Halloween bags. I don't know what they were up to, but <laughs> not trick or treating. There's more than candy in there. More than candy. I mean, good Lord. So yeah. other than that, I'm also a therapist. I've been a therapist now for I think it's 18 years, which is crazy. Wow. But I think, yeah, I got my master's degree from Hunter College. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm also, I'm a life, practice as a life coach out here. It's much easier because I'm certified in a lot of different things. I'm an ABA therapist. So I work with um, kids on the spectrum. More now I work with parents who have kids on the spectrum so I can help them navigate that because it can be really tough. Um, And then I'm a permanent certified school counselor and I am a vocational counselor and a rehab counselor on top of a mental health counselor. I mean, wow. Wow. so you do kids and adults. I, yes, I work with kids too. I, I don't work with kids as much as I used to. Um, I work with teens more. I spent 10 years working with um, at-risk youth in upstate New York. I moved here wow. from Africa. So I did, uh, yeah, I did a lot of work with at-risk kids, which was wonderful and um, really hard. Yeah, uh, and I, but I, yeah, challenging, but I do miss, I do miss them. I have, I have clients I still keep in touch with. That's amazing that you have all, I mean, you do all of that. And do you go to schools now or do you? I don't, I, you know, it's hard when you jump states uh, to bring all your certifications over. So while they count on a global lev- level, like you have to get recertified in California and New York, while almost completely like in what they um, ask for with certifications, there it's a lot of money and uh time and effort and i just i honestly haven't done it um so i have a private practice that i love and so i work with more parents than not and it became almost completely virtual once i moved you know once covid hit and a lot of people wanted to stay that way and then uh clients started contacting me from 
all over the country and I have had some in other countries for that matter. So we just have to make I mean, I used your breathing exercises that you gave me for Maddie and I use them often. So thank you for that. But what does a life coach do? I mean, you know, I think that's, I think that's the problem with even saying that title, you know, is that you don't need to be, I mean, there's certifications in it, but anyone can kind of stamp themselves a life coach. And, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly what they would do. What I end up doing is focusing on whatever my client wants to focus on. And because I have so many different things that I am trained in, uh, if it's mental health, we work on mental health and unpacking issues and anxiety. And I'll use things like DBT. That was the breathing and tip when you tip over, you put water on your face, you do quick cardio, and then you focus on your breathing, it will take you out of an anxiety attack pretty fast. So I'll use CBT and CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, which is changing your self-talk, that negative voice in your head that you don't even realize is talking to you all day long. And, uh, and if it's vocational stuff, a lot of times people come to me because they are ready for a career change. And they don't know what they want to be when they grow up. So, you know, we do a lot of skill assessment and figuring out how to network and get into it. Oh, that's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that that's a that's a lot. Do you have to kind of get to know your patients or your do you call them patients or clients? Yeah, clients. I would think it would does it take long to figure out like who they are and what makes them tick to figure out what's going to help them in their life skills or, you know, what they're coming to you for. Yeah, absolutely. And so much work. It has to be a match too, you know, and that's mm-hmm. always what I say in the first session to any client when we talk, you know, if you feel like at the end of this session, you never want to talk to me again, you're, that's okay. You know, it has, it's a job. You're hiring me to do something with you and there has to be a relationship there. Mm-hmm. And if there's not, then you're not going to get anything done. And I think, you know, I think the therapeutic relationship is gets muddled sometimes by the outside world where they think like, oh, I'm just paying somebody to listen to me and they don't even care. They're just doing it for the money. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you guys watch Ted Lasso, but they did such a great job. They have a you know therapist on the show and they had a scene about that. He says, you know, I don't really believe in your profession because you're just listening to me because you get paid. That's the only reason why you listen to people. And she said, well you know, do you love coaching? And he says, and he's like, yeah. And she goes, and would you do it for free? And he says, absolutely. And she goes, but you don't. <gasps> yeah. Oh. You know, I have a strong relationship with my client. If it's, if it's not a match for me, for that matter, I will refer them to somebody else because that means I'm not going to do a good job. Yeah. I love that. Cause I asked you, I said, I've had so many terrible therapists. I mean, I, I have to say, and you said, Oh, I'll help you find a therapist. You didn't say, Oh, I'll be your therapist. I was like, so shocked by that. I was like, but I think you would be a perfect match for me, you know? Yeah, um, and if we weren't friends, I would say, absolutely. You know, I mean, to do, if it was life coaching and you were like, I need just help, you know, with my resume, this kind of stuff, that'd be different, but you yeah. know, that's the boundary, right? Like yeah. we have too many people that we, we, we see, we talk to, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I mean, that's very professional of you because I mean, that's, you know, right. well, I mean, my, my potty mouth is so unprofessional, but <laughs> Everything else at times stack up, you know. <laughs> uh, I know, I love you. You and Jody together. And um, where, where does that come from? My potty mouth. Yeah, like, my mother really? telling me not to swear. I honestly sw- died. <laughs> like I was raised a conservative Jew on the East Coast. My family like kept kosher. My older sister now lives in Israel. She's got ten children. Yes, oh, wow. right. No multiples, by the way. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Had her last child at. 49 years old. <gasps> wow. 10 children. Wow. wow. She must be a billionaire. Uh, no, she, in Israel, you know, they like help you for, because oh. repopulating. They that do? so interesting. Uh, and she's got a bunch of grandchildren as well. So some of the grandkids oh are older than her youngest kid. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I love it. Stuff. So anyway, we, you know, we weren't allowed to swear. We obviously as Jews weren't supposed to have tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) So you are not I see you listened. (laughs) I guess you're not getting buried in a Jewish cemetery. Uh, no, I don't know if I'll ever, I don't think I'll get buried at all. I'm pretty sure I'll get cremated, which is also not, a, you know, you're not yes. that as a Jew. Uh, as soon as I turned 16, my sister, my younger, I got my younger sister and I was like, let's go to Burger King and get a double Whopper with cheese. Oh! 
That um, is funny. How how do your parents feel about all of that? That's hysterical. Like, well, I mean, I think now they're kind of used to it. My dad, uh, my parents are divorced. My dad sort of didn't care as he wasn't as religious as my mom was. He's actually kind of religious now, but I don't think it really bothers him. Uh, my parents, I, I always refer to my, my mother and my stepfather as my parents because I lived with them. Yeah. Uh, they also live in Israel now. Oh, so oh. Uh, yeah, they've been there for the past... 10 or 11 years and they live in Jerusalem. And so, uh, you know, they're not as religious as they used to be, but my mom, it's back to your question about my swearing. My, I had an aunt who used to swear a lot. And anytime I would, you know, slip and say like a swear, my mom would say, do you want to sound like, you know, Aunt Linda when you grow up? And I would think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I taught my kids not to swear. Those were always grown up words. Like I'm like, I use them. You can't use them. Apparently that has gone out the window. And they'll yeah. <laughs> With the vape. <laughs> and the younger, and the 10 year old, like will drop, you know, a, a, you know, an F-bomb of so often also. And my poor boyfriend is always like, oh my God, why are they swearing? Like he, <laughs> Midwest, Oklahoma, like you would never swear in front of your mom. Like it's just words. I mean, it's something Jody and I talk about a lot because both of our boyfriends are like, you letting them swear and they talk about sex and then we're like yeah get over it it's life it's very like I'd rather my kids come and talk to me first of all I know they're swearing behind my back exactly I was just gonna say you know they're doing it anyway so you might as well do it in front of me exactly I mean my oldest daughter in front of my boyfriend the other night I said something she was joking but she was like oh whatever mom but you know and I said all right you can't I don't care if you're joking or not like you can't say you absolutely not Mm -hmm. and my youngest one goes well, can we give you the finger? And I'm like, <laughs> I go, no, you can't give me the finger. And she goes, even when it's like behind your back and the door is closed. And I was like, well, thank you for outing yourself. Uh, the first time I heard about Indeed is my friend Tiffany. She uses it to hire people. She said it's so easy because they actually go through people's resumes for you before. So they're basically pre-qualified before they can actually be on Indeed. Well, you can attract people, you can interview people and hire them all in one place. I think it makes it easy for the people who are hiring, but also for the people who are looking for a job. You know, I remember when in the 80s, when we were looking for jobs, we had to go through the penny saver and the newspaper yeah. and you had a circle uh-huh. and, you had a, and you actually had a call to set up yeah. interviews. And I don't even remember the resume and all that. And Indeed is the only job site where you are guaranteed to find quality applications to meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Yeah. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites, hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed is the place to go. Yeah. Indeed partners with you every step of the hiring process. Uh, You find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instamatch, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of qualified candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed delivers four times more hires than any other job site combined, according to the Talent Nest of 2019. That's really cool. Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. They interview virtually with no downloads, plugins, or purchases. You can do it all in one place with Indeed. You can do it right from your house. Finding great talent doesn't have to be a second job. You can hire faster and better with Indeed. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash moms. Offer valid through March 31st. Indeed.com slash moms. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But I love the fact my kids really open up to me. They don't curse in front of me because it's just not something that we do, but they do tell me everything, which I love. They tell me things about their friends and they're like, you can't say this to tell their mom anything about this. I'm like, 
are you serious? Like, this is really hard for me. And that's the problem. Like when you know one of your friend's kids is in trouble with something, what do you do? As a therapist, what would you tell a mom to do? You know, it's a, it's, I just had it happen to me too. It's a boundary issue. I think of how much you want to be involved and so much of it becomes a, how well do you know that kid and that parent? You know, like if it's Jody and something's going on with Zoe, honest, like we narc on our own kids, you know, each other's kids all the time, right? Uh, all the time. And so, and they narc on each other without knowing because again, they tell us everything. So, oh, did you yeah. know? Yeah. You, know <laughs> you know, and she, and same thing. So I find out stuff about my kid from her, but you know, it's hard. I, I have a Harper, my oldest has a friend who the other day, you know, was like, oh boy, sending an Uber to come get me. And my mom doesn't know. She thinks I'm going to, you know, our other friends. And I'm like, I don't really know this mom well enough to get involved in this. And if I do get involved in it, it's going to be a world of hurt for my kid. So instead, you know, I said, please just make sure you tell Harper when you get back safe. And so that I know, you know, we know where you are and I want her to have your location. And that's sort of how I went with this time. And then I just said, wow. listen, something like this again, and I'm going to tell your mom. Like, that's I, a hard I, one. Yeah. Yes. How do you know? Because you don't want to throw your own kid under the bus because you know, if I call her mom, then she's going to be mad. She's not going to be mad at me. She's going to be mad at my kid. Yeah. Right. It'll come back to you somehow. Yeah. It's funny through, through the kids. But at that point, it's kind of like she should have a tracker on her, you know, like have the three, life 360. Life Right. We we do it, but I, it's funny. There's a girl of yeah. my daughter's friends that there's something going on, and it's been a while, and she's over eighteen, and there's it's not it's not any of you guys, because um, I would tell you I've said stuff to the mom before, and she's in denial. So what do you do? Yeah, Just- well, sometimes you kind of let the cat out of the bag, but if they don't take the ball and run with it or deal with it, it's kind of out of your, kind of, unless they drag your kids into it with them, whatever they're doing. Well, no, it's an eating disorder. So you don't like, that's not something, you know, so. That's tough. I mean, that one's tough. If you, have you tried to ask since she's 18 and you asked her if, you know, she's going to get treatment or if you're, you know, would she talk to you about getting it? No, because my daughter doesn't want me to talk to her about it. Uh, I mean that, yeah, that's hard. If, if, you know, whichever daughter it is, you know, assume it's Maddie, but like, you know, if she could, it could encourage her to talk to a therapist or something on her own, that may help. But when it's that sort of safety issue, you know, I mean, you know, going to a boy from your school's house, like that, you know, I'm not that worried about. And the mom, exactly. you know, I did say, I was like, parents are home and she's like, how do you know? And she showed me the text message. I did make her do that. And uh, see, that's good. Yeah, if I thought that it was like, oh, parents not home, that kind of thing, that becomes a safety issue to me. When someone's self-harming, unfortunately, and that's, you know, that's certainly been an issue and it's always an issue as a therapist, even that's when we have to, I have to break confidentiality even as a therapist, if I'm working with a kid, you know, that's part of your informed consent is that if you're going to harm yourself or somebody else, I actually have to tell other people that. I, I think I'd fo- I think even if I wasn't a therapist, I would follow those rules. A ho- you know, it's a hard thing. That being said, I've certainly had friends in domestic violence situations that have told me, and I'm and as soon as they do, and they're like, "You can't tell anyone." I'm like, "Yeah, you oh. just told you know, uh, I, I'm a mandated right. reporter. Like you just oh yeah, mandated reporter. Yeah, and then I have to tell. Oh, that's, oh, that's good. So interesting. God, yeah, I always try and stop. I'm like, when they're telling me something, I'm like, I want you to tell me, but I also want, you know, sometimes I'll stop them. Like, I want you to remember if this is something that you don't want reported, like you can't tell me unless it's something I've suspected for a while and I'm like ready for them to, you know, I'm like, I don't care. Please tell me, you know, I'll take the hit and this will be the end of that, you know? That's interesting. I didn't know that you had, that was mandated. That's good. Yeah, that's mandated. Yeah. So is self-harm. Uh, so if like, mm-hmm. a, you know, if my child told me something, oh, she's hurting herself and that I'm, I'm mandated to say something. So, yeah. We have the same issues as a teacher. Yeah. Like to report if you hear of, um, anything about abuse, definitely self-harm. And it's difficult because you work with kids and they don't, they, when they finally come to you and they want to tell you something, 
you also have to let them know that you, there's some things you just cannot keep in confidence because it trumps all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with an eating disorder, like she needs a team, you know, she needs a team of people, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there should be a therapist involved, a psychiatrist involved, a dietitian involved. You just need to tell and that that's, I mean, you know, you don't need to, if you don't want to, obviously, but right. even at 18, you know, anyone, not, a, not just kids, if an adult comes to me and they tell me something, especially, you know, if it, there's abuse, I'm mandated to have to say something. Um, and that's a, a tough line. It's a really tough line in California, especially mm-hmm. yeah. we have really good DCFS rules, which is nice, but you, that means hotlining a family, which is, you know, reporting a family for there being abuse in the home. And then you got to get DCFS involved for kids and stuff. Yeah. Do you find that there's a lot more right now? Cause that's what they're saying. Like there's been more abuse over the last 18 months because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and usually those are relationships that probably had abuse in them before, but there's, there's just no way out. Um, yeah. it definitely got worse. We actually, escalated. yeah, escalated. We have, I run a, um, a mama group, you know, for um, moms with uh, Allison Porter. She, she won season 10 of the voice and she was Curly Sue. Oh Yeah. Yeah. So we, we run little mamas together and we actually had to, we established this thing that like, it was like, you know, if in this time you are getting abused and you can't say anything and he's reading your social media or anything like that, here's the code that we want you to write. Here's the sentence that we want you to write so that we know when you post this in, in or out on your Facebook page publicly, if you post it in here, whatever, we know that you need help. And it was like, Talk to me about, uh, you know, a certain teether. Like it was, you know, so random that you knew Mm -hmm. it happened twice. That's great. That's great that you have that. So it did go up. I think it's getting a little better now that people are at least, you know, being able to leave their houses and such. But, you know, listen, again, like with domestic violence, if it's at least, you know, get, you can get out now. Like it's always, it was always going to happen and it was probably happening before. And maybe that was just going to drag on for another 20 years, as opposed to at least, you know, if it's happening now and you're in a bubble, a lot of more people, I think were like, I got to get out of here. I have to reach Mm -hmm. out. It's easier to deal with domestic violence almost when you're not there all the time. And it's not in your face all the time. You know, that's the whole Oh, he's not like this when we're alone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Tactic, and it's like, well, you're only alone now, so clearly he's like this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Because it's been some crazy times. Huh? Yeah. How? Yeah. Um, give us some ways of like dealing with teenagers and and kids that are older and like finding the vape and a question about the vape. So you found the vape. She didn't deny it. Well, she did it first. She acted, she's like, pretended she didn't know what it was first. I played along with it. Oh, look, really? You don't know what it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, And finally, I just said like, you know, it's the lie that's going to be the problem here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. But, but there's this unsaid word that she knows that you know that she didn't just find it and it's not just her friends. So what kind of, you know, so she was right doing she was vaping or doing the vape. I don't know. Do you punish or how do you get them to understand you're going to hurt yourself? It's not healthy. And mom doesn't want you doing that. Like, where do you go from there? You know, the first thing I needed her to do is recognize that, you know, again, the lie was worse than like, I'm like, if you right. lie to me, it's going to be right. the issue. Yeah. She did, you know, right away, you know, pretty fast was like, okay, fine. I share it with my friend, you know? I basically just sat down with her and I was like, you know, I understand. I'm going to take, you're losing this, obviously. Like you will not have this anymore. Uh, I said, but you know, and I understand that you can go get another one and that you can continue doing this. And there's nothing that I can actually do about it. And I could take your, I mean, she lost her phone for, you know, two days. It wasn't very long. I said, you know, I'm going to take your phone. But like, as far as the consequence goes, I said, there's really nothing I can do uh, for you that is going to make an impact. It's the natural consequences that you're going to face that I need you to understand. And she was like, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, first of all, you're going to be known as the kid that vapes. So I know some of your friends and their parents, and they're not going to let you hang out at their house or with their kids. So you could lose friends over this, mm-hmm. you know, your breath mm-hmm. is going to smell real bad. We're dating time, you know, like, People know when you vape, it's not, it's not as bad as cigarette breath, but 
It still yeah. smells like something. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. I didn't know that either. So it's obviously not good for you. It causes cancer. You know, uh, we've had, my sister died of cancer, not of lung cancer, but still I'll, I'll use it and she'd be thrilled yeah. I was. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm like, there's that. Uh, you could get kicked out of school if they catch you on campus with a vape. You're not allowed to have it. She's in this like amazing, you know, she's in the zoology program up at North Hollywood. Like, so she has a lot of reasons to not do it. Not do it, yeah. And then here's the biggest one that I will tell, tell people to, you know, to think about with teens, especially when it's stuff like this. Teens don't like to feel like they've been manipulated into anything. And they also like to be, I hate this word, but they like to feel very woke, right? They're like to be in on everything and, and be, you know, better yeah. citizens. I think that we're raising our daughters and sons to be fighters. So yeah. I said, you know, with this, babe, you've been, they've manipulated you by, to buy this and to use this. It's colorful. They're like, gearing it toward teens. You walked right into it. You gave that, you know, trendy, yeah. trendy, gave their money. Let me tell you about big tobacco. Mm. And I just like, broke it down. I'm like, I love that. This? this is bad for the environment. How do we recycle it? What does big tobacco do? Do you think big tobacco, you know, backs the candidates that you want and that you like? And she was like, like that part of it hadn't occurred to her at all of what she was doing to the environment. And that almost seemed to make more of an impact that she had been manipulated into getting it. Yeah, You're so smart. So much of it is about being manipulated. And yeah. I think they are, you know, our youth don't know that necessarily. God, I mean, we're being manipulated into stuff all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. I, mean, I I look at social media for 20 minutes and I'm like, man, if I didn't, you know, I didn't know these people in real life, like I'd think their lives are perfect. Meanwhile, you know, like they're getting divorced, oh, yeah. and, you know, like oh, this. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. So she lost the vape. And then of course she was like, what are you going to do with it? I said, I don't know. I'll probably keep it in case there's a zombie apocalypse and I'm stuck in the house with you and your sister. Maybe I need it for that. <laughs> I'm so actually going to e-cycle it, I guess. I was trying to figure it out. because I was like, I actually don't know what to do with it like at all, you know? So uh, I have it, but I'm, I'm looking into whether or not we can e-cycle it. I think we mm. can. Uh, and I'm just going to get rid of it. If I could have found where she got it, I would have made her go to the shop with me, let them yeah. know that she got it as someone who is underage. Yes. You know, apologize for getting any of that. And I would have busted the shop owners as much as I could have as well. Did you ask her? That's a really good thing. You know, the friend actually got it from, you know, somebody, the friend's a senior older. and yeah. the friend got it from someone older. Yep. Yeah. And got yeah. it, which there's a term for that my daughter told me, but I forgot what it is. It's, oh. the, it's like they call the older friends that are over 21 who can get them things. They call them something now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I don't know what that is. I shouldn't oh. either. I've never heard of that. Yeah. And neither had I. I said, what's that? She's like, you know, like a... Pimps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, so you know, Kel, I love Best Fiends. You know, when I get a game, I can't put it down. <laughs> I know. You're I'm crazy. I really am crazy. I'm like at night when I, before I go to bed, I always like to play it. And I'm like, okay, I just have to get through five more levels. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't get through. You've gotten level. so far. How many levels are you on? I think I'm like an 80 some. Oh my God. I'm like on 24, I think. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm like, I got to get to more levels than Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're not going to beat me. Best Fiends is a mobile puzzle that anyone can download and play. Whether you have a few minutes or a few hours, the perfect puzzle game to lose yourself in because you're having so much fun. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> That's I literally you. can't stop. It's just so funny. I, I love how they have the new characters and new puzzles coming on all the time. Like they just keep adding them. For Christmas, they had like little Christmas things and like for yeah. all the holidays. And it's really fun. It's like, the game is aimed at grownups. It's not kids. No, yeah, yeah. They have over a million downloads. That's crazy. Yeah. And it really doesn't cost anything. I like that they have the match three or casual puzzle game. So there's like different options. There's always new levels, new levels, new games, new events you can do, which is really fun. But the more you play, more characters you collect. And yeah. the more you win and the more challenges you face. 
So download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Do you have to be 18 or 21 to buy that? 21, I think. I don't know. I thought it was, isn't it? A cigarette? I think cigarettes are 18. Really? Uh, didn't it, it didn't go up? No, I, I don't know. I, I thought just, it was 18. I'm not sure though. I used to buy my mom's cigarettes for her when I was 12. Oh my God, really? With with quarters. I mean, I didn't smoke them, but- Well, they I used was... to be in vending machines. Oh, that's true. L- listen, I used to be a smoker and my daughter tried to, and she knows that. I mean, I was I was a lame smoker, I would say. Like I I can I was always someone who could kind of smoke and then not smoke. And kind of everyone <laughs> like hates so me. So you weren't addicted. I wasn't addicted. I mean, there were definitely times in my life that I relied on them. And my yeah. mom caught me with cigarettes and took them away and grounded me and all that stuff. And just like, you know, don't swear. All I wanted yeah. to do was smoke cigarettes more. So mm-hmm. me telling her like, you're grounded for life or you can't do this. I, it's not going to do anything. I think I, I think you push them in the wrong direction. Honestly, they have to realize what a natural consequence is. And the other thing is, as I did say to her, cause you know, she's 15. She wants to drive next year. So I'm not going to help you with a car if you're vaping because Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I'm going to, my name's going to be on that car. Those things you leave them in your car, they can actually set a car on fire, Uh, you know, drop them. They can burn into just like cigarettes. You can still burn into your, you know, God, my car definitely had like burn marks in the interior, right? They're also really expensive. I said, how are you going to pay for gas? I mean, Mm -hmm. you're not going very far. If you decide to use your gas money for vaping, then like, I guess you don't need a car. I always wanted to have pimples, braces, and smoke. I know that's so oh weird. And when I was 16, I smoked a cigarette in my brand new car and I got a hole in my seat. That was it for me. I was like, oh yeah, oh. this was God's way of saying, you should not smoke. So I had to get, <laughs> well, fine. I had to get sheepskin covers for my seats because I had a burn mark oh, on my it. seat. Oh, my parents my never knew. They never knew. That's oh. so funny. Wait, uh-huh. explain the pimples to me. I have yeah, no why idea. Would you want those? I don't know why. It was just something pimples, braces. I used to put aluminum foil in my teeth. I know. We used to do that too. Uh, Is that crazy? I don't. So, no, yeah. I had braces. I can't imagine. Why would you want them? They were the worst. I mean, I'm an East Coast girl. You know, we're weird. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We all are. I mean, I had braces, I had the rubber bands that went, you know, top to bottom, and I had the headgear that I was supposed to wear at night. (laughs) I mean, but like, you know, as my oldest daughter likes to point out, back in that, in those days, I looked (laughs) like uh, Finn Wolfhard from uh, Stranger Things. (laughs) (laughs) I am his doppelganger when I was in seventh grade. I'm telling you, we I went and saw Ghostbusters last night. He's in that. I'm like, couldn't stop thinking about it. I'm like, I really, really, as a seventh grade girl looked exactly like my <laughs> oh my god i love it he's such That's a cool dude really too funny so uh, one thing can i ask you about you and jody's youtube channel because it's really funny thank you and what made you decide to do that with all your spare time we're so, yeah right we're such idiots because that's the kind of stuff we do when we're together without you know, we always are kind of like making dumb projects or doing things together. We just make each other laugh. And so many people had asked us to put the podcast up on YouTube, which we haven't done, although we are going to release a couple things from it because we've been recording it recently. And we just thought, you know, we could take this to like another level and just like do challenges and sh- show like how ridiculous we are. And how competitive Jody is. And how competitive Jody is. And so I just give up. I'm like, I'm the least competitive person. I just don't, I'm not interested in, I mean, I, you know, I root for like sports teams. They can compete for me. I'm just not a competitive person. But she really is. And it makes me laugh. And we're just really different in a lot of ways. And I think people don't, didn't know that necessarily. So like, you know, the amount of time I spend practicing yoga and she she just wants to murder me but she's really good at like crafting and doing other things and I'm like I mean our today is the um gingerbread house challenge we tried to make gingerbread houses I gave up in like five seconds I opened the bag of frosting wrong and as soon as I did it I was like I mean (laughs) I ate so much frosting you win well she she made this like house and she's like decorating she made a walkway and has all this candy on it and everything So oh my, my like roof fell off the first time I, I started eating it. And then I took the other side of the roof and with the candy, I just spelled out 
you and I said, <laughs> that would be mine. That's what I did. And I was like, I win. You know, <laughs> I was on their podcast, but I was also did two YouTubes with them. And it was so funny. We made wreaths and w- you and I were just like, poke and it was so funny and she was like okay mine's gonna be perfect oh wait uh, mine's gonna be the best and I was like (laughs) always she was like I'm gonna win let's just look at mine because I'm winning I'm winning right now I was like you have to turn everything into a competition like it's and it's hilarious because she's also like one of the most generous human beings on the planet so it's like competitive she is you know she's so down to earth and she's you know, she, I could not ask for a better best friend. How did you guys, how, how did you, yeah, meet? How did you meet and how have you been, how long have you been best friends? Uh, we met, we met in the, uh, the mom group in in little mamas when oh. I actually lived in New York and she lived here and I did not know that she was Jody Sweeten of full house. I just thought that this, cause the way that she would like write about her kids and we were even friends on Facebook, but she didn't post much. And I, I'm like, you didn't never, know anything. Her I history. just didn't think to like stalk her or anything. And we would chat and she would post things about her kids and stuff was going on where I thought, Oh, maybe she's about to get divorced. And so was I, uh, or I was, I was close to, I thought was probably going to leave my husband. And, um, I PM'd her one day, like during, you know, and just like was chatting with her. And that was that, like, we just became like really, really close friends online, but I lived in New York and she lived out here. And then at some point I said to Allie, I was like, you know, I really like that mama Jody. And she was like, which one? And I, you know, could be a bunch. And I said, you know, the, the one that has the unfortunate coincidence of having the same name as that girl on Full House. And she was like, that is the girl from Full House. Oh, <laughs> that is really funny. funny. Yeah, I wouldn't recognize her. She looks so different now as a grown up. Oh my God. I went right to our private messages and the, you know, the DMs and I was like, went all the way back to the beginning to see if I'd ever like made some like snarky full yeah. house joke, you know, like, cause that would be just like me to do. And I th- thankfully I never had done that. She does know this story now. So that was like, at this point, I think that was nine, nine or 10 years ago. Uh, and then I moved out here. And when I did, I, I just randomly ended up moving like 10 minutes from her. So not even, I think it was like five. Um, yeah. What Wait, brought you right. to LA? I, I hated being in upstate New York. It never felt right. I'd gone from New York city to upstate New York. with My husband, he was working for a theater up in upstate New York. I'd had both girls up there. Our marriage was not good. And he really wants to move back to New York to pursue acting, which he had done before, but really hadn't pursued it. And I did not, I mean, living in New York with kids, I just like, I didn't want to live in Manhattan again. And, yeah. you know, it's so expensive. You have no space. I love New York. I will always be a native New Yorker. It's one of my favorite places in the world, but I don't want to live there. I don't want to live there. Yeah. No. And so I said, if you want to act, we have to move to LA. And honestly, my sister lived in Tucson at the time. I had friends out here uh, that I knew if I was going to leave him, I could. Whereas in upstate New York, that really wasn't the case. So we moved all the way up. I've never been here more than 24 hours. Do you like it there? I love it here. I love it here. Yeah. I mean, I have my own issues with, you know, our our country, I think in general at this point, but but I love California and I'm so glad that I I moved out here. It took me about a year or so to, um, to get out of the marriage. Wow. Is he back in New York now? No, he lives here. He's remarried to an actress and, and oh. he's still pursuing acting and he, he books jobs. Yeah, yeah, he's a bartender. I don't know if you guys can hear the crying. That is my three- I heard a kitty. It's my three-legged Siamese cat who cannot show up. His name is George Michael. That's so cute. I love that. We love our animals. Well, it's funny. I think, so I- Does he teeter? He Why does he only have three legs? He got, I don't know. We rescued him. I mean, he's in no tail in whatever situation happened to him. So he hops around like a bunny. Well, no wonder he cries. Let him cry. He's the happiest. He's He's talking. Siamese talk. Yeah, he's very loud. So he's actually right here. And I'm going to grab him so that he shuts up. Oh, he's pretty. He doesn't look too Siamese. So pretty. Beautiful. He's very cross-eyed. Yeah. Oh, he's beautiful. So Celio, did we go out? Remember when, okay. So Emma was Maddie's script supervisor right. um, on movie. And then we went out 
did were we on the rooftop together? Yes, we were. Yes. Was that five years ago, maybe? Yeah, um, yeah I think so. And I was like, oh my God, these this group of women I love because they were so much fun and everyone was so different and everybody was such different ages. Yeah, that's right. Because Jody Suter was with us and she's a little older than I am. She's like 52, I think. And then uh, Emma is uh, right around my age. I think maybe she's a year younger than I am. I'm 48. Mm-hmm. And uh, and wasn't Lakey there? Christine Lakin was there. Yep. Yeah. Was- she's mm-hmm. she's in her 40s. And then Jody, you know, uh, is finally going to f- turn 40 this year. <laughs> I know. Please. She, and she looks Wait, so good. she's not 40 yet. And she lost like 30 pounds during COVID because she was stressed. And I'm like, you, I hate you. You suck. And she got oh, a Peloton. Yeah. She actually, she did. Yeah. The stress, the stress weight loss was no good, but, but then she actually just turned it into being healthy, which is great. And she's got oh, a big boyfriend who, you know, yeah. she can't. So that's, that's nice. But it's a nice group of friends. Like, it's nice for me because Jody's like, uh, she's really smart. Like, you don't realize, I mean, she's freaking brilliant. She knows everything about politics. And now she's doing this comedy thing, which is amazing. She's doing a movie right now, but she's so, so smart. But I can text her anytime. And like, she, like her daughter's a Girl Scout. She, I have Girl Scout cookies to get. You know, I'm like, it's she's a regular, regular mom, but she's a superstar. And you would never even know because she's so normal yeah she is and and that's the thing i think people do i mean i was just talking to my boyfriend about it i was i said something about her having a you know her her degree and he was like what like julie was college and i said yeah and you know she almost she could be a teacher i i mean frequently i think you know if she wasn't acting she should go back and become a therapist she's really you know in tune with all the things that i am constantly like learning about i send her psychology today articles all the time and she devours them and she's constantly reading oh she's learning all the time like holly you would love her because she loves to read and loves to learn for her and she's good that she has time and she's nothing like her character on full house which i think is so funny (laughs) i i used to love her she was yeah. my favorite. Well, and it's so funny that on Full House, like that's the one, you know, that her character was the one that was like always had like a box of wine and stuff. And meanwhile, you know, <laughs> she's totally sober and has been for I don't even know how long now. We're Nine old, years, old. maybe? I think ten? more than that. Yeah, I think more than that. I think 10. No, more than that even. Her. I think it's, tw- I think we're going on 12. Oh, that's great. Wow. That's wow. Yeah, that's she, great. Yeah, she were and she's worked so hard, and she also, you know, she sponsors people too. Mm-hmm, that's so great. She's, yeah, she's pretty amazing. She's pretty amazing. Like you guys both are amazing. I mean, I really, you know, you're both freaking amazing. How long <laughs> yeah, have good. you had your podcast? Uh, we just we actually just recorded on Monday the last episode of season four, and we will be oh, going yeah. into season five. And we are, I think, like 600 hours short of the 4,000 hours you need on YouTube to be able to get, make, monetize that. So that's nice. That that went fast. That's because of our friend VP, though. You know, he's my major boy. has been, I know, he's, he's the my best. best. <laughs> and he is hilarious. And thank oh, God he's for him. Your producer. He's, he's made, he is our producer for um, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, we met him. I, lo- I love him. And of course, Melissa's, yeah, she loves him. He's my boyfriend. He's my LA boyfriend. My husband calls him my LA boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Celia, can you, can you like figure that out for us? What is wrong with Melissa? <laughs> she has, Her husband says her LA boyfriend. <laughs> well, he's gay, so, you know. Uh, it doesn't matter. That's, yeah. But we all have that's, seven that's gay. Good. I have my gay. I've been, oh, I've been I gay since college. Yeah, because we yeah. have a date on Monday. I'm, I'm judging drag, the drag show um, on Monday. Yeah, and um, he comes with me because it's not really safe to go on that one street. So he's my bodyguard in my date. Aww, <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you want to know something so he's funny about guy. him is that, uh, so I've been dating my boyfriend, Dustin, for two years now. And, um, and we had mutual friends from the start, uh, Christine Lakin, actually, uh-huh. he's known, uh, Brandon for forever, her husband. And I, you know, when we started to doing the YouTube thing and we knew we were going to work with BP, I'm like, and even the first meeting we ever had with BP, I called Dustin on my way home and I'm like, Oh, we, you know, I'm at the producer. We're going to go with this guy, BP. He's so great. 
you know, talking about I'm Australian, you know, gay, right? I love Australians. I love Australia. So I'm like, you know, right up my alley. And then we're working with him for like, must be at least two months at this point. And I talk about BP all the time. And at some point I noticed that BP is at, you know, on Instagram is following uh, one of Dustin's friends and, and she's in a band with him also. So I see him the next day and I'm like, hey, why are you, you know, how do you know Sasha? And he's like, which Sasha? I tell him, he's like, oh, we did this David Bowie musical together, you know, like years ago. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you I said, that's weird. My boyfriend did a David Bowie musical. He's like, what's your boyfriend's name? And I said, Dustin, Dustin Fashing. And he was like, yeah, same music. I know they knew each other. No oh, way. That's and funny. so then I'm like, I call Dustin on the way home. I'm like, um, and there's a picture of BP and Dustin on in Dustin's Instagram. I said, in all the time that I've been talking about BP, why, how would you not put it together? Oh, yeah. Same person. Men aren't that smart. No, he's like, you never said his last name. And I'm like, I'm sorry, the gay Australian name BP. You know a lot about you. What? He was like, I don't know. You know, like it was, it's so bizarre. And that's the thing about LA, I found that like the small world. Really small. Yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah. Oh, for sure. (laughs) I mean, that's what I keep my group really small, but I have a really great. I mean, most of my friends are gay here and thanks to him, it's, it's a great group of people. They're always there for you. He's awesome. I, and you know, I was in a yoga class with my yoga teacher, Jenny Brill. We've got an, another Australian, another gay Australian in yoga class. She said something about wanting to set him up. His name is Zach. And I said, oh, I know someone, you know, and Zach says right away, but it's BP major. So I can't do it. Cause he's like one of my best friends. He lives across the way from me. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like so they funny. live in the same complex. And yeah, now right. Zach gives me massages because he's the best masseuse I've ever had. <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, I, love that. I need one of those. Oh my gosh. If you were out here, I'd say go to Zach. He's so Oh, I love that. Yeah, you should go and see him. Oh, I, send me send me his information. I will let BP knows him because he they live in the same place. <laughs> right in the same he's like, that's where BP lives. <laughs> That's, I, I'm like having a neck problem, so I need something right now. I'm really having, I'm struggling. So I really need Is something. it stress? I don't think, I'm really not stressed. I have nothing to be stressed about. I'm literally. That's Jill. Jill gets very stressed yeah. over the holidays. And we're always trying to give her advice. And then I guess our advice is not very good because she's still stressed. No, <laughs> I'm learning. It's, it, I, you know what? She puts too much pressure on herself. I think it stems back from when I was a child. It's so weird. And and oh, I had yeah. a loving family and brothers and sisters. You know, nothing bad happened. It just Christmas gets me every year. It's like. She does. I know when it comes. Just, I don't know. And it wasn't as bad. And then once I had kids, then I was worried that I wanted my kids to have a good Christmas. And I didn't want my fear of Christmas to come off on them. So it's just. It's in my head. I'm, it's a long story. You need what, this. What is that? It's called Sunshine. Oh. One, what is it? Is it, it CBD? Has, well, and a little bit extra. Some THC? Great. It's one to five. One to five CBD to THC? Yeah, it's tincture. Yeah. What are you, meaning, meaning that there's uh, the smaller amount is the CBD. There is more percentage of THC. Than there is. I'm what do you do with it? Activist for years. What's the mo- is it mind altering? Like you put- I'm being serious. What is it? What is You're- THC? That's more. I mean, that's cannabis. It's Curvana. Yeah. This company is amazing. I met them with BP. We went to a really awesome thing, um, and they gave this to me. It's wonderful. You put it underneath your tongue for 20 seconds, um, and it tastes delicious. Believe it or not, and it's well, I sunshine. Need some of that. You, it makes you happy. And I um, need some sunshine in my life. Yes, you do. And it's really amazing. Um, so you don't need a script. I'm just curious. I know. Jill's like, I want some of this. <laughs> yeah, but is that a prescription? How do I get it? Because <laughs> it's different there. Yeah, here. we're legal here. I mean, you can get your med card. I don't. I, you guys can get your med card. I think you guys. I have it. Say. I have it in PA. Yeah, I, have I, have my, I have my med card as well. And and I, I, I swear by THC. THC got me out of uh, postpartum depression. My second. Oh, I have my card in PA, Jill. That's a good story. 
honestly know anything about it. I just figured maybe it's easier for you guys, um, mm-hmm. California people, to get it. Yeah, you just it, need an ID. Be here. Yeah, you just need an ID here. But you, but I think you guys are legal where you are. I'm pretty sure you are. Yeah, you have we, to get. You have to have a card. And, yeah, but we might fine, but get yeah. Med, yeah, get the med. You could get a med card. Yeah. I microdose um, all day, pretty much. I find that it's much better than any antidepressant that I've ever tried for myself. I don't like antidepressants. I like them for other people. Yeah. I needed something to help more with anxiety, and that's a harder thing to Me find. Too. I struggle, yeah, with anxiety. So I I have gummies that I use and um, they just bite off little pieces of gummy all day long. That's just how I- Isn't that something? In Pennsylvania, they don't have gummies. There is no gummies in PA. Can you believe that? No, that's- Why? I don't know, Melissa. How come? They only have pills. It doesn't make you feel like out of it? No, I mean, if you eat too much of it, you know, certainly that can happen, but mostly it just makes you tired if that happens. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I swear by CBD and THC, that combo is mm-hmm. perfect. And this one's good during the day. Cause that's why it's called sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them will make you pretty sleepy. I tend to have a little bit before I take yoga. And then, you know, if I take too much, then I'm like, not in the right pose. My teacher knows it. So she's like, did you eat a gummy? Like she'll know. <laughs> yeah. Funny. You know, I love, uh, I love, I love THC. I think that's, you know, got a really bad rap. People didn't know how to yeah. use it correctly. Right. Medicinally, you just have to know how to use it and what to use it for. Right. 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 I mean, it's cannabis and we have something called an endocannabinoid system in our bodies that is matched the like perfectly, almost like a puzzle piece to cannabis. Well, wow. I love it. And I, I'm happy this, this company's fabulous. Um, you know, they really take pride in their. Tell, show, tell me what it is again. Which company? Carvana's. Oh Kate. yeah. Yeah. I've heard yeah. of them. Follow them on Instagram. I'll send it. Oh, I have some extra so I can drop some off to you and you can try. I yeah. would totally take some. Um, yeah. Well, everyone needs to de-stress during the holidays. I don't think there's any, mm-hmm. you know, remember that you're making more memories with your kids than anything yeah. else. And yeah. they really just want you to be happy and relaxed. I bet. Yeah. No, you're right. They do. You're right. Meditation, right? Deep breathing, yoga, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Cannabis. Cannabis. Oh, yeah. I think <laughs> it's all great. Yeah. I've, I've never tried it. Thank you so much. So Is I there know. anything else you want to share with us before we go? I really appreciate you taking time. So happy that I got to do this. You're fun. Can you come back next week? Yeah. <laughs> She's going to come back with Jody. Um, She's really month. fun. I told you. Well, yeah, well, Jody I, and I are going to come really back too. and we'll we'll probably have some ridiculous stories we can share with you <laughs> at that point. And, you know, she'll make fun of me for my love of Oprah and it'll be a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of Because Mom Said So. Make sure to listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can ask us questions or suggest topics by sending us an email at becausemomsaidso4 at gmail.com. And follow us on Because Mom Said So 4 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tune in next week because I'm a mom and because mom said so.